This is the Moms in Prayer International Training Channel, and I'm your host, Stacey Callender. We are offering you the training you need to intercede powerfully, scripturally, and specifically in 15 minutes or less. Today, we are talking with Jill Farrell, our Director of Project Management for Moms in Prayer Headquarters. Listen in as she shares insights that will help us pray deeper and more specifically for our schools. Well, Jill Farrell, welcome to the Moms in Prayer International Training Channel. Hi, thanks for having me today. And it's going to be so fun because we get to talk about praying deeper for schools. And really, when you look at our Moms in Prayer mission and vision, we truly are a ministry that is all about praying for schools. We impact children in schools worldwide for Christ by gathering moms to pray. And our vision, every school in the world covered in prayer. So let's start with this, Jill. What encompasses a school? When we say we're praying for schools, we're talking about everyone whose feet touch that campus, from the bus driver who picks your child up in the morning to the custodian who locks it up at night. So the aides, securities staff, the teachers, the food service, the librarian, the nurse, the speech and occupational therapist, the coaches, the activity and club leaders, counselors, principal, the administrative team, and of course, all the other students. Wow. When we cover a school, we are covering a lot of ground. Now, I've heard you say that the school is your mission field. Will you explain what you mean by that? I realized that as much as my kids are placed in a particular school or classroom, God has also called me to that same place. When my daughter Kristen was in kindergarten, we wanted and requested morning kindergarten and ended up in afternoon kindergarten, which I probably was not so excited about. But I realized as we got into that kindergarten year, there were like a whole bunch of Christian moms in that class. And I had the opportunity to invite six or seven people. You know, the other day, my friend was telling me um, a story. He was at the beach with his two boys and with his aunt, and there was a rip current in the water, which can suck people out pretty quickly. And they sort of get trapped in the cycle of the rip current. And he looked out and he saw his older boy, who was a really good swimmer, holding his aunt up. And he knew immediately there was a rip current and they were in trouble. And so he looked at his, for his younger boy, who is not a strong swimmer and saw him being sucked out and struggling. He immediately got in the water and he went out after his younger son, who was in the most trouble. And he was able to get a hold of him. And after longer time than he was probably expecting, ended up at the shore. And he turned and he looked for his older son, the excellent swimmer, and his aunt. And there was a lifeguard right with them, pulling them on the surfboard to get them out of trouble and off to the shore. And when I heard the story, I was reminded that, of course, my primary role is in my child's life. But It's equally my role and my mission field to be praying for those on campus so that they can watch for and intervene for those that are struggling, just like the older son was doing for the aunt and just like the lifeguard did for both of them. There are also Christians on campus that feel very strongly that that is their mission field. Stephanie, a Christian principal in Georgia, shared how she is responsible for the highest performing student to a struggling student. From a student who has a stable home life to students who have devastating home life, many days she would leave campus and pray for God to give her the answers she needed to make a difference to them. And often God would wake her up at four in the morning 
with the answer. She told us at one point there was just gang violence within her school. And God really revealed to her the root cause was that in this community, these students needed jobs. And so she was able to help them get jobs and the community was able to rally around her. I mean, truly, isn't it amazing how God uses both the praying mom and the praying educators to change the life of those on campus? Truly, these are both our mission fields. So good. So, so good. So what is the starting point for someone who wants to pray deeper for their school? Starting point is prayer and asking God to open our eyes to the things we need to see and pray for on campus. Mm-hmm. In 2 Kings six seventeen, it says, and Elijah prayed, open his eyes. He's talking about his servant who is not seeing what's going on around them. Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw and looked the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. And we want God to do that for us is to open our eyes. Saw this firsthand with me. I had went to a leaders meeting, an area leaders meeting at the start of school that the area coordinator was having. And she prompted us to put on a piece of paper what we wanted prayer for that year And I had said, I wanted prayer to really see how to build out my school concerns. What is happening on that campus? In a middle school, you're even more removed than you were from elementary school. And God really answered that prayer mightily and allowed me to see just like he allowed Elijah's servant to see. I'd go to the grocery store and a mom would say to me, hey, this happened at school. And I'd be like, okay, in my mind, going on the prayer sheet next week, my daughter would come home and she'd be like, oh, I just heard so-and-so's cutting herself. The next week on the prayer sheet, it would be pray for all the kids at school that are cutting themselves, that they would get help. And this went on and on week after week. So that is the starting point is really just asking God to open your eyes. That's so good, Jill. Will you share some practical tips of how we can pray deeper for our schools during our Moms in Prayer intercession time? Following the order on our prayer sheet, after praying for our children, we move right into praying for teachers and staff, right? We start with teachers and staff. First and foremost, we're praying for salvation. Of course, we know that this makes an internal difference in someone's life. On the prayer sheet each week, we pre-place on there, Acts 26, 18, open, mm-hmm. and we insert someone's names, eyes, and turn them from darkness to light, the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in Jesus. So we're putting their name right in the verse. Of course, you can always use a different verse, or if you know the teacher's a Christian, you can use the verse you prayed for your kids that week. So that's that's editable, but that says everything really right there. And then following the verse, we want to expand our prayer for the teachers and the staff to be more specific. So for example, that they would have a renewed passion for teaching that year for (laughs) their health, or maybe that God would show them each of the students' specific needs. So wherever the Holy Spirit is telling you, you want to just add and include that in their prayer. And remember, to include staff as part of this prayer. So you have your specific teachers, but then you have that whole rest of that staff on campus. 
So for example, this might look like if you're in an elementary school to pray for the recess aides. This may be in middle school that you're praying for the counselors. In high school, maybe you're praying for the coaches. And in college, maybe you're praying for the RAs in the dorms. Excellent. That's so good. So then continuing to follow our prayer sheet, we move to school concerns where there are a few pre-filled prompts like praying for revival and spiritual awakening. Do you have suggestions for building off these prompts to more specifically pray for our schools? The prayer sheets are designed in Word so that you can add to them and edit them. So let's just go through the three we already have put on there. So the first one is prayer for revival and spiritual awakening at your school. So really, what does revival look like and what does spiritual awakening look like at your school? And so you want to build that out. So is it Christian clubs? Is it youth ministers coming on your campus? Is it the curriculum? We want to pray for each class, whether it's by the yearbook or you take an activity or club and look at that pastor and pray for the salvation and awakening of them. Or maybe even if it's by dorm, by the time you get to you know, okay. college and you want to pray that Christians on that campus, both students and staff would be the light of Christ on that campus. The second thing we have on our prayer sheet preset is to pray for protection over the staff and students of your school. And what is the protection? We're really talking about physical protection, spiritual protection, emotional protection. So physically, we're talking about the health, the safety, traveling to school on a bus or a teen driver, or even asking God to reveal and bring to light any child that is being abused, every aspect of the physical protection for that student, for the spiritual protection, praying against false religions and them having apathy towards God, praying that they would know God designed their bodies and given them specific talents and abilities and has a purpose for them and loves them. Or emotionally, mental health is a huge issue at this point in our country and in the world, quite frankly. And so we want to pray for their mental health and that adults would intervene so that those are being bullied, dealing with anxiety, depression, cutting, or thoughts of suicide, that they can come alongside them and help them. So basically protection physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And then really my favorite part, praying for other school concerns. And this is really where you really just, I mean, it's anything that the Holy Spirit brings to mind. I always like to pray for it is what events are happening at your school? Is it the science fair? Is it a carnival? Is it homecoming? Is it prom? What's happening that week? There's something happening every week on a campus. Let's pray Mm -hmm. specifically over that event. Strongholds. Strongholds. Satan loves to plant the seeds of strongholds in kids and then allow them to flourish and grow as they grow up. Well, we want to play against them. We want to stop those seeds from being planted. So whether it's porn or drugs or alcohol or jealousy or fear, whatever that stronghold is, let's pray against it over that campus. Get caught prayers. These are great (laughs) prayers because these kids are essentially, at least high school and below, are under 18. We want them to get caught. We want them to see that there's consequences for their action so that they can make better choices going forward. You know, not everyone's family situation is stellar. 
And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of kids that are in family situations that are rough. There's divorce, there's sickness, there's foster kids, there's financial stress on campus. Not every kid has a computer or even enough food to eat. So let's pray that over the campus and over the kids that are in that situation that quite frankly, they come to school with these heavy burdens and can't even start the day fully charged. Pray for mentors on that campus. And then lastly, that everyone that was on that campus that year, that God would give them an opportunity, a moment, a paused moment in time to say yes, to be all in for Christ. And so that eternally they have that opportunity, specific point in time to make a difference in their life. And of course, at different grades, these prayers are all going to look different, but they're all equally important. So don't forget to also ask your group members what they're seeing on campus and add them to the list. You all are coming at it from different views of that mission field. So they're going to have maybe different thoughts and different ways to look at it than you have. And lastly, don't expect to necessarily see an answer to every single prayer, but sometimes God does allow you to. One time in high school, we were praying for the drug dogs to come on campus It's a get caught prayer Mm -hmm. and anything that's happened and a safety prayer, quite frankly. And later on that day, we had found out as we were praying this, the afternoon, the drug dogs had come to our campus and God just gave us that little glimmer of, yeah, I'm working here and thank you for partnering with me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you are getting to a point, maybe where you feel like I'm not seeing stuff happening on campus, ask him to give you a glimpse of what he's doing. Oh, that's so good. It really does start and end with prayer. That's a lot to be praying for. Does Moms in Prayer have any other tools that I can look into to be praying more specifically for my teachers, staff, and school? Absolutely. In the Moms in Prayer booklet, you will find some specific examples of prayers. You can pray over the campus, pray over your teachers. And also in the Leader's Guide, there are examples. The Leader's Guide you can download for free on the Moms in Prayer website on the leaders page. And they have even more ideas for just to get you started. And you can just even go down that list. One example of of one that you would find in the leader's guide is you could pray that students who'd struggle will get the academic support they need. So just look at that list and, and pop some in as you go. This has been excellent. Thank you, Jill. And oh Lord, may we be found faithful, continuing to persevere covering our children, teachers, and schools prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Wasn't that helpful? If you have any follow-up questions, you can reach out to your local leadership or email me at podcast at momsandprayer.org. See you next time.